Curtain Jokes here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Borzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Scott Narver. Yes, and we're all very excited. This is going to be a unruly podcast because since we've last recorded, the wrestling world has changed, gentlemen. It's torn asunder. It's come unglued. Uh, so a lot no has roof. Been, no roof. There is not a roof because it has been blown off. There is a lot for us to talk about. We're going to feet in the seats. Socks have been knocked off. Shoes in a Japanese household. Babies have been thrown in the air. Skulls without caps. Cats without skin. Dogs and cats making love. Frogs tap dancing on a table. <laughs> That's the weird one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's start with Money in the Bank last night. I think we all agree. One of the all-time great pay-per-views, huh? Am I overhyping it? It was fucking great. You're uh, just talking about Big Show and Mark Henry alone. Yeah, 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 yeah Chills, yeah, yeah. gentlemen. I had well, goosebumps. I mean, when arms. Mark Henry put Big Show's leg in that chair mm-hmm. and went up to the top, I thought, oh, my God. I've Big been Show watching. is going on a vacation. There's I mean, no I, way he's going to feel it. He's knocked out. <laughs> he can't feel it. I mean, my, I don't know how big sh- my whole life flashed. My big show's whole life flashed in front of my eyes. And your regular, your regular show sized life flashed before your eyes. <laughs> that whole documentary that I just watched on, about Big Flow on uh, Big Show, Big Flow, <laughs> Big Flow, <laughs> not anymore. Big Flow could be uh, Big Show's um, mama, mama. No, that's his oh, rap like album. Shelton's mama. No. Hey, it's Big Flow. Oh, Big Flow is his rap album. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had a documentary about Big Show on Netflix, and I watched that, and that flashed in front of my eyes when a, I the Giants World. Yes, a mm-hmm. Giants World. Thanks for knowing the name of it. Sure, sure thing. Yeah, that might be wrong. Um, no, Punk and Cena. That last you know hour of the pay per view. Even Christian Randy Orton. I was a huge fan. I screamed and yelled. Yeah, at the, Christian at Randy house. Orton was good. But I'm just saying that last hour of the pay per view. People will remember for a very, very, very long time. Yes. Frogs yes. tap dancing on tables. Yes. It was epic. Riveting. Epic. Uh, titillating. All Passionating. Of our, all of our dreams came true. And you know, this is one of the good things about the pro wrestling business that really, truly has kept me watching for so long. Is because even when it's stale or flat for a long time, mm-hmm. you never know when it, when it suddenly could pick back up. And at least the last three weeks with this punk storyline leading to Money in the Bank, it out of nowhere got fantastic again. We didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. You had to watch. It, yep. it worked in its most basic form that we got together and said, let's spend money and watch it. Yeah, we got we ordered. They sold us. We ordered yeah. the pay-per-view. We came over to my place. We spent money on it. We watched it. Scott brought over a giant bucket of Neapolitan ice cream. Mm-hmm. We all shared in that. I would I would have brought over the uh, the ice cream bars from Good Humor, the WWE ice cream bars. Right. Had they gotten off their ass and made them, right? They had time. Did you guys? But see no, that? we had to settle for generic bucket of ice cream. The uh-huh. press release that they put out saying like, "Oh, we've discontinued the WWE superstar bars, and we're not going to make new ones." But thank you for your encouragement. Good Humor did. Yeah, they, well, then they released a press release. Though they must have got flooded that, with requests. Yeah. From that was pe- that was the first default one, and then following that, it was, "Oh, well, thank you so much. We're looking into this now." Like their tune changed because yeah. they received so many. Why would you Ooh. say, "Yeah"? Are people banging down the door of Good Humor all day long asking them to make certain ice cream bars? They should <laughs> no. be like, "Let's make some of these if people want to buy them again." Here you go, Nikolai Volkov. Right, guys. 
this is what you wanted? <laughs> yeah, they don't know who the stars are of today, so they just release the shitty old ones. <laughs> no, they release all the ones that are in that vault that they never, they couldn't sell. They couldn't get rid of them. Their giant frozen uh, vault. There's it's, one it's vault. Underneath, of... It's underneath the Good Humor headquarters, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's a vault. It's also where they keep Walt Disney's head. It's all Hillbilly Jim and Jim Powers uh, ice cream bars. <laughs> That's all it is. And there's uh, the, the killer bees. There's a couple killer bees yeah. left, too. Well, uh, this is upsetting because Brett's going to hear all this and he's going to order them all. Yeah. Because those are all of his favorite guys because they all dress. Take- but, of course, CM Punk won. And, uh, and Christian won. Spoiler. And Christian won. I will forever keep touting that because he spit in the man's mouth. See, yeah. Upset. I was pretty sicked out when he spit in his mouth. It was I I I'm a little disappointed that Orton sort of closed his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> but he opened it he to wipe open, it away. He that was his, nasty. That was the best part. Is he opened his mouth, stuck a finger across his like upper upper tooth, <laughs> and he was just going, "Oh man, why did I get this in my mouth?" And he really just got even more pissed. This storyline, that finish to the match was stupid though, and I'm going to tell you why because it makes Orton look like an idiot. All right, even though the guy spit in his mouth and you're you you get mad and you punch him. You kick him in the balls. You know it's a no disqualification match. You kick him in the balls. That like it's not like people regularly kick each other in the balls on wrestling. Mark, so how often have you been spit in the mouth? No one has ever spit in my mouth. All right, listen. Somebody spit in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) What, Scott? Don't do it. Your balls. Scott, Uh, it's all right. I'm willing to risk it. (laughs) Scott, it's not worth it. Kick in the balls. I'm a champion. I, I'm a champion. I can't believe this. Guys, if only you could have seen this. That was it. It was grotesque and powerful all at once. What do you mean I lost my title? I'm oh, I'm, su- I'm such an idiot. I pay no attention to what the rules are when people spit at me. Uh, Mark, please don't, don't make a goofy face. Don't make a goofy yeah, face. Yeah, stop sticking your tongue out and try to look like Popeye. Mark, please stop doing that. I'm going to give this guy a bunch of RKOs because I'm an idiot and disqualified myself, even though I knew the rule was I couldn't be disqualified. Well, I know- Jerry Lawler would say... Hey, calm down. <laughs> calm, calm down, Randy. <laughs> they were saying, by the way, on uh, uh, Wrestling Observer uh, um, Audio Show, which is a great website and a great audio show to check out. Um, they, they were saying that you're getting a little money under the table, Mark. Yeah. Well, I just <laughs> I, I didn't know we had advertisers. Yeah, but... you know, I just want to. I'm friendly, guys. I'm friendly. Oh. Well, uh, I'd also like to take this moment to say, uh, good humor ice cream bars, almost as good as getting spit in the mouth. <laughs> you know what? IGN.com. They talk about video games. What they were saying on there, Dave Meltzer was saying on there that the table was supposed to break with the RKO, which is why Orton went back mm-hmm. and did it again, and it didn't break the second time either. Who wanted to see that third time? I did. Keep going till it breaks. <laughs> Keep, Keep going, going till, till it breaks. breaks. The wrestlers uh, or the table. The wrestlers <laughs> or the table. Well, CM Punk, he left the WWE last night with the title. He was running around Chicago with the title belt. TMZ posted some pictures of him partying on the street with people. I mean, for him, partying is, you know, Diet Pepsi. He's not a, he doesn't drink or do drugs. But yeah, but out. he was, he was caffeinated all night. He was, he was seriously he caffeinated. Was, he was, yeah, his hands were shaking from all that red blood. And he put the title in his refrigerator at home at his apartment in Chicago, and he took a picture of that and put it on his Twitter. So I was thinking, what would we do if we have the WWE title for, for one night and we could just run around and Los no, Angeles? And no contractual it? obligation? Right, we could just run around Los Angeles with it. What would we do? I forgot to do our whole in- show intro this time, didn't I? I never said we're all comedians living in Los Angeles and big pro wrestling fans. 
This is true. I didn't say that. No. I usually say that. It's still true, Mark. And we just and that we don't talk do a comprehensive look at the news. We just talk about whatever's interesting I think to us. They gathered that at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take this opportunity to say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Curtain Jerks on the Comedy <laughs> Podcast right. Network. I think you're right. I think that much has been clear that we don't do a comprehensive <laughs> look at the news. Ice cream. Um, <laughs> by starting with ice cream. Um, so we're just, we didn't plan this out or anything. We didn't plan this out. We're just going to kind of talk about what we think we would do with the title. So first of all, I think, I think we'll kind of do a timeline of the night. So if it were 70, 7.45 p.m., that's what time the um, you know, pay-per-views out here on the West Coast mm-hmm. air from 5 p.m. until 8 p.m. And right? that's where we just collectively, the three of us, just won the title. The three of us won the right. title, right? So okay. at 7.45 p.m. at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, we won the title. We won the belt from John Cena. We just ran out of the arena. We just run out of the arena. By 8.15, what are we doing? Whose car are we in? With the title. I don't even... Hey, I'm not even in a car. I'm running (laughs) down the streets of downtown Los Angeles, naked, with the title belt, and I'm screaming, I'm the WWE champion. Well, I know what I want to do. I want to go to Philippe's and double dip my belt. Ooh, Philippe's the, is a French dip restaurant mm-hmm. they in got the, downtown. The au jus. Yeah. And so I, I would insist I'd hand him over the belt and say, double dip my belt, please. Great. And the lady with the hairnet would be like, oh, of course. You got to put it on a tray. They don't touch hands or anything like that. So they hand it over on a tray. They double dip the belt. And then I'd just lick it clean. Yeah. Oh, then I think after it's been licked clean, that's mm-hmm. when I'd like us to take uh, – our, our turns getting uh, belt shots to the face in the parking lot of Philippe's. We just hit each other with the belt over and Just over to see again. what it's like. Yeah. But, well, of course, if we won it, I guess we'd be pretty seasoned already, and we already know what that feels like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But because we have the belt, and it's the three of us sharing it, I feel like we should at least. But you're a champion now, so you got to know what it feels like. you got to be prepared. How many of those can you take in a match and then still be able to kick out? Yeah. yeah. Let's jump ahead in the night. Let's go all the way to 1045 p.m. Mm. By this time, here's what I'd like to be doing. Okay. It's the spinny belt. I'm saying it's that actual belt, right? The John Cena spinner belt. Ooh, the finger cutter. Yeah. So at that point, I'd like to be stoned. I'd like to be really high on California medical marijuana. That's why you're not hanging out with CM Punk. And I'm still naked. And um, I'm just sitting on a street corner in downtown Los Angeles. And I'm just spinning the belt. And I'm just watching it spin. You have made it spin. What do you mean? Because it is not spinnable at this point. Uh, I think they just crazy glued it. I think you could easily get it to spin again. You well, can kind of break it and get it to spin again. After that beef broth melted all the crazy glue, I think at this point it's it either spins or you spin it and chunks of lamb come out of it. There's all those crevasses in the belt. Mm-hmm. At 1045, I go to Harrison Ford's Los Angeles home <laughs> and challenge him yeah. to a match uh, as Indiana Jones. Okay, great. To be... And if I win, the stipulation is I get to be the villain in Indiana Jones 5. Let's jump ahead to 2 a.m. 2 a.m., this is my time, guys. Yeah. This is, oh, yeah, I know it is. This Steve. is when I really shine. Yeah. I have that belt, and I probably I took a little puff of that medical marijuana with Mark earlier, but I'm probably ripped. I yeah. am so drunk. I'm using the belt as a head coolant on top of my dome as I throw up in the toilet so I don't feel sick the next okay, day. Okay, cool, cool. I'll tell you what I'd be doing. I'd go down to Sunset Boulevard. The bars are all getting out right then, right? Those gorgeous women, Sunset Boulevard. Women. Sunset Boulevard and the bars. Sunset, a Sunset bunch Boulevard. of trannies. But okay. uh, what? <laughs> well, what? Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, you're in the clear. No tra- Anyways, tra- gorgeous women are coming out of the tra- bars. They're all drunk. They're all looking for somebody to hook up with. Women love 
professional wrestling fans. I know that just from my own life experience. Especially a <laughs> naked one only wearing a giant golden belt. Right. So I, With a W for Warseka on it. I'm in. So, I mean, I'm in. I pick up a gorgeous woman. Just one? You're May- a champion, Mark. All right. Maybe several. Maybe several. I impress her with my WWE championship and my nakedness. And I... Impregnate her with your sperm. <laughs> and I attempt to. <laughs> Sunrise, guys. Sunrise. Okay, let's jump ahead to 5.45 a.m. The sun is coming up. We're at the beach. How did we get there? Who knows? Who knows? It's been a crazy night. Yeah. Really crazy night. I am attempting to body surf on the belt. (laughs) I am boogie boarding, body boarding, uh, actual surfing. I'm doing it all with the championship. It's a massive belt. It is a gigantic belt. I'm worried at this point because I I had forgotten that it spins. So it's it's throwing me off, and that's what I'm blaming it on. Oh, the old toe cutter. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, by 10 a.m., uh, I'm feeling pretty rough. I need to go home. I need to get rid of the belt at this point and go home and sleep this off. It's taken you on a, on a magical but just haggard-inducing journey. Yeah. So I uh, go to uh, the nearest Walmart. I get dressed. I go to the nearest Walmart. I, um, I go to WWE Toy Aisles, and I go to where all the replica belts are. <laughs> and I, I take one of the replica belts out of, a, out of its box. I put the real belt in its place, and I just leave it there. And I go home and I record a YouTube video that says, one of you somewhere in America is going to go buy a replica WWE belt, and it's going to be the actual real belt. belt. And this is like the golden ticket in Willy Wonka. If you get the real belt, you get to come over and hang out in my one-bedroom apartment (laughs) with me. And I'll take you on a tour. I'll show you how everything works. I'll show you how the microwave works, just like Willy Wonka showed you know, Charlie, how the factory works. I show the microwave works, the oven, the sink, the shower in the bathroom. I'll show you. Oh, you don't forget uh, Wii Sports. Yeah, I've got Nintendo yep. Wii. i got Wii Sports bowling. We can play bowling. I can teach you my tricks on bowling. Introduce him to the uh, tranny hooker you picked up a little bit earlier. Yeah, if still, yeah if he's still sleeping. And I'll show you. This is a big one. I'm going to show you how all my remotes to my TV work. Do you have like six? Yeah, I've got a bunch of remotes. It's like a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's like people. I think people are real curious about it. But if you reveal that secret to, to Mark Orzeka's enemies, to his competitors, to another apartment, yeah, then they don't get whatever... They don't get to become the next WWE champion. That's exactly right. Little do they know they're going to join your faction, though, by the end of it. (laughs) Just like Charlie did. I hope so. And Willie Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Or will I join his? Maybe I'll move in with his family. (laughs) Um, There was way too many old people in that bed. Yeah, they all sleep side by side the bed. But they couldn't walk, or it's no. not like they even were during all... the day they just lay. No, there. they all had diabetes. They were all. That's why they, they didn't were... care for Charlie to go to the chocolate factory. <laughs> they were all ailing, weren't they? They all had terrible so. ailments, except that grandpa. It's pretty gross. Uh, well, tonight, well, you know, I said I guys... think their bed sores could bleed into each other. We were going to record. You're you know, probably right. <laughs> we were going to record the show between Money in the Bank and Monday Night Raw, and I said, "No, guys, please, we've got to watch Raw together. We got to see what happens on it." Because we can't miss the next chapter in the story and record the podcast without that. So, And what was Scott and I's mutual simultaneous response? Let's get Chinese food. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get Chinese so food. So I kind of forced everybody, like, we got to watch Raw first. And it turned out that Raw was pretty awful. The, the show after Money in the Bank, not so hot. Spoiler alert. 
Spoiler alert, Raw sucked. Spoiler alert, everything that you watched Money in the Bank for was not on Raw. That's right. Spoiler <laughs> alert, everything that was established by Money in the Bank will not be continuing on Raw. <laughs> everything that CM Punk did that was riveting and beyond wildest expectations and made you feel like a kid again, not knowing what was going to happen, you could have guessed till dawn what was going to happen, and they did the most incredible thing, was not on Raw. Right. Spoiler alert, the high water mark has been set. And the wave has crested. <laughs> but here were some things that were good about Raw. And what, uh, during the women's a match, blank piece of paper, Mark. With, <laughs> during the women's match, Steve said, "Is that Gail Kim? She's still alive." <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Also, there was a great video. Um, well, actually, there were also what? during that Divas match, we all were like, "Who's that girl in plaid?" There were two girls, two NXT girls. I swear, and okay. you did not acknowledge the other one as you acted as though you knew who she was. I you have no idea who she is. Mark, come on. The girl in plaid? I, re- I don't know who she is. I realized tonight that I was... Don't look at your blank paper. I'm creepy. <laughs> I'm, I, they had this real creepy shot tonight of when Rey Mysterio grabs a kid and he leans in and he touch forehead to forehead with the kid and he like whispers and tells him secrets for a long time and they zoomed in on it real close. I'm like, this is fucking creepy. What is he saying? He possesses those children. He tells them these de- evil, demonic secrets, and then the kids are sort of brainwashed, and then their dads are patting them on the back, and they're like, hey, that's right, everything you said was true, all right, buddy? You are special. If you take this mask off, your mother will die. <laughs> <laughs> if you take this mask off, it will pull off your face. Oh, what? Huh? Is that true? <laughs> Dad! <laughs> also, there was a great video about Andy, Tough Enough winner, Andy Levine or Levine, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Levine. Maybe Levine. Maybe Levine. For, for a silent rage, he sure is talking a lot. He... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Gigantic Edge has a lot to say. Yeah. I'm so angry, and it's going to come out in a really silent way really soon, except I'm going to keep talking about it. It was sort of an MMA sports-style you know, video, which isn't something WWE usually does. It was like a video of him, and he claimed to be in the house he grew up in. And it's in this piece of shit horrible neighborhood. And he said there's meth heads and there's drug dealers everywhere. But I didn't fully get it because he's in the house. He's walking around the house. With stuff in the house. There's, there's, it's lived in right now. People, Somebody lives in this house. Yes. Who the fuck lives in there? A Just, little boy who Rey Mysterio <laughs> talked to at the last Raw event. And I his can't leave. I can't get out of <laughs> I mean, if it's like his parents, that's awful. Because he's like walking around being like, look at this piece of shit place. <laughs> I'm so glad I got out. Are they still living in there? Son, if- you want some wheat toast? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's just some other family. In which case they were like, can we film in your house? We'll give you 500 bucks. And the family's like, sure. And they're all excited. They're like, WWE's filming in our house. is incredible. We'll watch it. And they told all their friends and family, watch, our house is going to be on the show tonight. And they watched it, and Anne Levine is, like, picking up mattresses in their house, being like, I used to sleep in this shit. I used to live in this dirt hole. This terrible fucking neighborhood. So glad I got out. So dangerous. Those are meth heads over there. Probably saw the cameras. Check your wallets. Check your cars. Everybody who lives here is a piece of scum. Can't trust them. Smell that? That's scum. <laughs> Smell that underneath it? That's a rotting mattress. You guys need to use the bathroom? Here, just go ahead and shit on the floor. Yeah, you don't even want to see the bathroom. That's the kitchen. <laughs> Meanwhile, that family's in that actual house watching it on TV. <laughs> I don't like WCW anymore. <laughs> um, um, but then, of course, we got to talk about the big finish. A very... WWE tugged on our heartstrings, guys. First of all, Vince McMahon accidentally said WWF championship in the... uh, Flub of the night. He was talking to Rey Mysterio, and I did not think he did, and you said, we got to rewind it, and he did. 
Yeah, he said WWF title. Yeah. It, it sounded good. It sounded right. Yeah. Maybe he is losing it. Maybe Triple H is right. Maybe he's going to make a title belt out of, out of a panda. So <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be great. A black and white belt like, here you are. A new WWF title. I feel that against your cheek. You feel that? That feels like an endangered species. It's a goddamn Chinese panda bear. That's and a Chinese like that? bear. It's more expensive than gold. That's a monochromatic bear. See, World Wildlife Fund Championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, so, but anyway, so Triple H comes out at the end, right? And he says, I'm not even going to explain in the whole suit, thing. In full suit. In full suit. In a full, corporate Triple H comes out. First of all. With ponytail. The, the crowd went crazy when Triple H's music. Yeah, until they saw him in a fucking pinstripe suit. And then they were like, well, what's this going to be? And But first of all, they've never acknowledged Triple H on television as a corporate Stooge. They've never acknowledged that he has a corporate job in the company. So I thought that was a problem with the story. Like, he just comes out and is like, yeah, I talked to the board of directors and flew on the jet. And it's like, who, what? Triple H works in the fucking office? They've never established this. It sounded like he was late for work. Because he's like, hey, uh, I had a meeting this morning and I was really late. Sorry and, uh, I didn't get here in time. This money in the bank thing's crazy. <laughs> it's like, uh, there's other people to tell about your job. Like, you don't have to go to Vince directly on television and say like, yeah, there was a meeting, and we were talking, and uh, I took notes, and uh, I had a bagel. They were just giving them out, and I had some coffee. Like, all right, go along. That's great. Enjoy your new job. And the long and the short of it was that Triple H said, the board of directors want you Pull out, it together. Vince. Pull it together, Mark. I, I'm taking over. They all had tears in their eyes. Vince cried, and Triple H looked at Vince and said, I'm sorry. I love you, Pop. Man. And John Cena was high-fiving people in the crowd because he wasn't going to fire. <laughs> yeah, the best yeah! was getting to see John Cena just duck out of the ring just in the background like, let's yeah. get out of here. It felt like he was supposed to leave like at the beginning when Triple H came out and he had like forgotten. So then he like kind of just slunk out during while they were talking. Long-legged lunges. But I think, I, I mean, I'm sure, you know, with with how close and emotional Triple H and Vince were. I'm sure that conversation went on backstage. They must have continued their loving... Directly after the show? Directly after the show. They must have continued. I wonder what it sounded like when they were... were, (laughs) When Triple H and Vince were backstage. I mean, I, I wonder what it sounded like. Well, surprise, surprise, guys. We have some secret audio from wherever <laughs> the arena was on Monday night. From Green Bay, Wisconsin? Yeah. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Well, d- we're close friends with John Laurinaitis. That's true. Uh, John Laurinaitis now an on-screen character. Yeah, new, of the Dynamic Dudes. Yeah. yeah. John Laurinaitis. <laughs> yes. Uh, why, 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 Paul? Why, why, why'd you do that? Pop. I'm sorry, Pop. God, I'm so sorry, Pop. Come here. Oh. No, uh, no, no, my uh, my foundation is running. No, I, I'll, I'll hold you up. I'm gonna hold you up. No, no, Shane said I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna hold you up. Shane said you're gonna hold me I'm up. I'm holding you up. I'm holding you up. Kissing your neck. I'm kissing your neck. Kiss my ass. You can kiss my ass. This is my Caroline. All right, I'm gonna kiss your ass. You hit my ass. <laughs> I'm running puckering. Cut your ponytail. Cut your ponytail. Bro, I, I, I'm if I'm losing ass. my job and you're my son, you cut your ponytail right I'm, now. I'm supposed to wipe your ass before I kiss it. I don't want to get anything you in my mouth. You cut your ponytail off right now. Here's some scissors. You cut it. 
You can't apologize. Oh, I'm cutting it off. You can't. I'm cutting it off. I'm cutting it off. You, if you're going to prove that you're my son and that you love me, you watch the chaperone. You watch it right now. I was in it. You watch it. I was in it. I know you were in it, but you have to watch it. <laughs> All right, sit down and watch it. Oh, on VHS. Gotta... On VHS. You've got a monitor already set up. All right, I'll sit down and watch it. Watch it. I'm watching it. Watch it. I'm watching it. Don't talk over the good parts. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I'm sorry to interrupt. The uh, arena's closing. We've got to close the arena. You've all, you've you always... sit down and watch a chaperone. Sit down and watch with me. Sit down and watch with me. You the head usher? You shut out. You've only rented the arena, the arena till uh, 11.30 p.m., gentlemen. I don't have authority anymore. You tell them. You tell them. You're the hell of the WWE. <laughs> Let's get off the floor. Get off. I'll pick you up. This is my I'll... floor. I rented this floor. No, we have to go. I'm not going. We have to... I'm holding you up. Where's Linda? She's not, she's not... She knows she's not here. I need her. She... She's back in Connecticut. I got foundation all over my big suit. I'll kiss it off of you. Well, that's how it may have gone. That's how it may have gone may after have gone the show. Way. It may have gone like that. It may have gone long. You're right. It may. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it may have gone long. <laughs> um, well, what else is going on in the world I, of professional? What? We have to what? bring up John Laurinaitis. Okay, yes. That, that is absolutely, uh, that is one of the craziest things that came out of the CM Punk thing. Him acknowledging John Laurinaitis on camera and then John Lorna is becoming an on-screen character now. The irony of that, because all the wrestlers hate John Lorna. Yes, that's that's what I'm not clear. Can someone explain why he is such like this well, legendary dickbag? Look, I think in his <laughs> I think in his defense, he has a shitty fucking job. Yeah, because mm-hmm. his job is to basically he's got to be bad cop to keep Vince good cop, right? He's big boss man. Yeah, <laughs> so he walks around in a big boss man's old outfit mm-hmm. and uh, Just hangs off him. So basically, he's John Laurinaitis is the one that fires everybody. He's the one that's got to give them all the bad news. But you know, I'm sorry, but the meat has been peeled off your bone in that last match. It was too many steroids. I'm sorry. So they see him as sort of a corporate douchebag. You know, the wrestlers do right. I think they yeah, don't like. like he used to be a wrestler, not one of the guys anymore. Right. Probably like the scheduling stuff, too, that JR used to get. It's like, yeah. you tell me I can't do everything else. I have to be here or I have to be a Castrol, doing a Castrol DGX signing, you know, for motor oil or some bullshit at a Jiffy Lube. So he's like, like this kind of corporate line producer sort of guy? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, anyways, they don't like him. But what you're saying is, is ironic because by Punk mentioning what a douchebag he is, now he's actually going to get screen time over some of the wrestlers. Yeah. So yeah. many guys tonight did not get on air or got shown in a in a group meeting setting, and they don't get a match. They don't get on air. They don't get time. They get time. He gets time with Vince. Like, he's going to get a fan base. Yeah. People, he'll get a Twitter page, a Facebook page. Like, it, it's inevitable. And it's just so weird that that has now occurred because of that. He refuses to look in the right direction, though. <laughs> Every segment he is, he's in, he's looking off in some strange direction. He's looking at the most unimportant thing every time. During the Money in the Bank, well, but Vince every, talking, he's looking every behind Josh Matthews. Every conversation he has with Vince, they're just mouthing words. They don't say anything. It's like, <laughs> it's like he has a glass eye or something. Maybe he has a glass eye we don't know about. He might have two of them. Yeah. I mean, he had some tough matches as one of the dynamic dudes. 
your favorite tag team growing up. I mean, I'm just mentioning. <laughs> I'm just wanting to repeatedly mention that he was part of the Dynamic Dudes. Him and Shane Douglas thought they were lots of fun. We got to talk about Brett. Uh, who Brett was, is noticeably absent. Yeah, Brett is our co-host. There's usually four of us. This time there's only three of us. Brett is not here. Steve, there's no one here to call you a dumbass. We should be doing it in Brett's Meredith, app. could you please uh, take care of that? What a dumbass. All right. <laughs> We should be doing it in Brett's absence. But this is, Brett could not come today. He canceled at the last minute and he sent us this email. I'm going to read the actual email that he sent us. And I'm going to attempt to do an impression of Brett while I'm reading it. Yeah. But I don't, I was working on this impression before the show. I, you guys thought I didn't quite get there, but I'm going to do the best I can. All right. <laughs> Here goes. Hey, guys. I apologize for the short notice, but I'm going to have to bow out of recording tomorrow. I secured my birthday SummerSlam tickets from a guy on Craigslist, and he's meeting me in Los Feliz tomorrow for the exchange. These are great seats, so I didn't want to miss the opportunity. You guys should be looking on Craigslist for tickets now. There are a few good deals available, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> so that was his email to us. He is because SummerSlam is because we live in Los Angeles. It's coming up here. August 14th. August 14th mm -hmm. is going to be here in Los Angeles. And it's been here the last three years. And we attended two years ago. Last year we yes. were like, fuck it, we'll just watch it on pay per view. But Brett went. But Brett went. Mm -hmm. Brett, and he got really expensive, great seats. Yeah, he was there to cheer on a stroke victim to wrestle. <laughs> You get in the ring and you wrestle for my money, stroke victim. There, that was the old man he brought with him who, with his other yeah, ticket. Yeah, he told but, him to jump the rail Yeah, and be well, the mystery partner. I thought you were talking partner. about Bret Hart. No, he told him to jump the rail and be the mystery partner. Oh, he didn't know it was going to be Daniel O'Brien. Okay, yeah. some guy. But anyway, so that's what Brett, uh, that's why Brett's not here. He he had to get SummerSlam tickets and the exchange, the Craigslist exchange had to happen at the exact moment of our recording. So a wrestling thing trumped his other wrestling thing. Mm -hmm. A bigger wrestling thing came up. Craigslist. And the show's not till August 14th. Right. It's a Couldn't, month away from when we're recording this. Couldn't find another time to pick up these tickets at all. <laughs> with no security or anything like that yeah, in, in place with Craigslist. When the dude on Craigslist says the exchange is happening at this day and time, you fucking show up, man. I guess that'd you be get, serious. You get your ass to those feelers. That posting must have been very well, serious. Well, guys, I actually hacked Brett's email. So what? I have the what? actual email that the Craigslist guy sent him. So if you don't mind, I'll, I'll read it, okay? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The, wait. The guy, the guy when, he, when he first emailed Brett and told him... When Brett what, emailed him saying, I, I am interested in these tickets, you, this is the email the guy sent you're him You're claiming back. to have the response, right? Claiming? Here. This is it. Yeah, okay. I printed it out. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, that is the sound of paper. <laughs> Dear Essential Brett 287 at Gmail, thank you for your interest in the August 14th SummerSlam tickets at the Staples Center, Los Angeles, California. Meet me at Griffith Park. Please bring $300 in unmarked bills, a picture of your girlfriend, and your one man gang action figure, just so that I know you're not a liar. No cops. And then this is what's kind of interesting. In parentheses, smiley face. End parentheses. Wow. Oh, well, that, that's not necessarily parentheses. That could be the top and bottom of the head. Oh, sort of like... Uh, it's a bald head, and then it's no, his it's chin like, underneath. It's like, no, it's like a hair, right? Like a hair? No, those would be quotations. It'd be like Archie, and then he's got the little goatee. Mm -hmm. I hope Brett makes it back all right. That sounds pretty dangerous. I haven't heard it back from sketchy. him all day. <laughs> The way that guy uh, emphasized the syllables in one man gang creeped me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Your one man, man 
gang. gang. <laughs> Actually, people usually just say one man gang. Well, the problem is, <laughs> but I, this guy was, did, I, he, did he leave big, big, big spaces, <laughs> lots of spaces between well, each of those letters? Well, guys, actually, that was a words? correction I made on my own because I got sort oh. of weirded out. He actually wrote one mang. One. <laughs> oh no! Well, there's a wrestler mang. There is mang. That's yeah. mang, but he meant one man gang, and he said one mang action figure. <laughs> Well, enough about Brett. Let's get back to the rest of you. Of all the people... Well, well please send flowers to... to, to uh, do we have an address? Put well wishes on Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Twitter. you can reach it at essentiallybrett287 at gmail. <laughs> but go to our Facebook, Facebook Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks, and leave well wishes for Brett. We hope yes. he's all right. And um, of all, well, guys, there was a steroid suspension in uh, WWE today. Oh, well. Probably one of the big guys. Oh, Mason Ryan. Uh, He's nope, huge. Nope, not Mason Ryan. Oh, uh, well, Sheamus? Triple H. Oh, because he Shane, ducked nope. out and took that corporate Sheamus. job. No, nope, not those guys. Not those guys. Nope. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Sin Cara. What? Yeah, <laughs> Sin Cara suspended for thirty days. Steroid violation. No kidding. Sin well, Cara, the man who does not own a face. That's that right. is translated. That's right. Even he doesn't own face, but he owns some needles. Apparently. Even after going through that silver plywood ladder at <laughs> Money in the Bank. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that they gave one jacked up roid monkey the job to take out a little guy that was on the juice? That's true. Yes. They had to send the biggest guy because the other guy was on drugs. That's exactly what happened. Batista, never once suspended for steroids. <laughs> John Cena, never once. Triple H, not at all. But uh, Sin Cara, of all people, suspended for 30 days, steroids. They the must irony. Have, they must have laced his mask. The iron. You know, I'm starting to get slightly suspicious about their wellness po- uh, policies at WWE. Well, it's, I wonder if it was John Laurinaitis being like, hey, look, I'm sorry, but uh, you're a tiny guy. You need to get a little bit bigger. Don't take any steroids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the Rock's promo? He cut a, he cut a, Rock and John Cena have been having like an internet war, and uh, the Rock cut an 11 a minute promo that he released on YouTube from up in the sky somewhere. I think he was floating on a cloud mm-hmm. and talked sweating. It was profusely. a it was a great eleven minute promo. I honestly thought it was hilarious and weird that he was like in the sky. Like you don't know where the fuck he is. He's like outside. He's in a Mega Man level, high like, up, high up uh, <laughs> above Doctor Wily's base with the clouds everywhere. Yeah, he's like he's on a fucking roof somewhere and he doesn't acknowledge it. He's not like. I'm at the roof of my house in Los Angeles. Yeah. He's just in the fucking air. We, we don't know where he is. He never says shit about it. It's dynamic. As if, like, people cut promos, like, outside the wilderness out all the time. As if, you know, it's, like, totally weird. I don't know if he had a teleprompter or not, as John Cena has accused him of. But he cut a pretty damn Orton. good Orton. promo. It was Orton that accused him. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. Orton yeah. said that. Orton said that. And then he talked about how much he loves Kelly Kelly mm-hmm. and how sweet she is. Yeah. Speaking yes. of getting spit in the mouth. Um, Boom. Also, Boom. we should hit up. A, <laughs> we're almost out of time, guys, but we should hit up a, some quick TNA stuff. Destination X pay per view took place since the last time we recorded, and uh, I checked it out. I, as as our listeners will know, I am not a fan of TNA. I don't like their product, and I hate just about everything about them. I don't care for them or their families <laughs> or the people that or any children of families or friends that they might. <laughs> But but I watched the show. It was it felt like on paper it should be a great show with all it was all X Division matches. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a great show, but it was a good show and I enjoyed it and I thought they gave their 
uh, their viewers uh, value for the money. I had seen you the next day, and you were delightfully surprised by the show. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was great to see Loki uh, back uh, in a major promotion. He's fantastic, of course. And mm-hmm. Austin Aries. Austin Aries is awesome. He's been wrestling out here for our local promotion, NWA Hollywood. Um, and, of course, working a lot of the other indies. But it's great to see him. He's got CM Punk kind of star qualities and attitude. He could be that big seeing of a him, star. Seeing him live, definitely. Yeah, that yeah. guy is, is is a star. I mean, I know he's a little smaller than Punk, but it was great to see him on the show, and they, they signed he's him. He's not like Sin Cara small, right? right. <laughs> Uh-oh, watch you. Hey. Uh-oh. But um, they put on a good show, and if they put on shows like that more often, well, I wouldn't hate them so much. You'd hate them less. I would hate them less. There was no Hulk Hogan, no Eric Bischoff, no bullshit crazy booking. Only one match with uh, Abyss and Brian Kendrick felt like it was uh, Vince Russo planned. But otherwise, um, pretty good show. So I will give credit where credit is due is what I'm saying. So uh, in this month, there have been two solid pay-per-views. That's true. That's impressive. the last time that happened. From both wrestling companies. That's so very impressive. Because I know I, I would definitely pick up Destination X in a DVD bin yeah. and go, go buy it. Yeah. One, of those, uh, one of those uh, nine-hour epics, you get the three pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. when they just shove them all together. Great idea. And I, I definitely want to have this pay-per-view to own. Like I will buy uh, Money in the Bank for my own collection to oh, watch yeah. the CM Punk stuff over oh, and over again. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I hope, as a DVD feature, they would sooner include The Night Before... Or any of the Raw stuff before, and not this night of Monday Night Raw with oh sorry yeah, Mo- Money in the Bank 2011. Now with bullshit Raw tournament. Now with Miz blowing <laughs> spots left and right and matches. <laughs> I think that Money in the Bank pay per view is going to be remembered like the ECW One Night Stand pay per views and the um, and the Canadian Stampede pay per view as like this. These, this historic one moment. historic lightning moment, in a lightning in a bottle, classic. People are going to remember that night 10 years from now, 20 years from now. At your place, we were all sitting at the edge of our seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was real. Even, even yeah. my friend who would... That's mostly because I don't want to get the couches dirty. Yeah. Say, guys, don't, Everybody butts at the front. Don't at the, leave the, back. The butts at the front. Yeah. There's plastic on everything. Yeah. I don't want to get anything ruined. There's... You are a regular Donna Reed. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. How long has it been since you're on Sitting around on the edge of your sheet. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> the edges of your edges of your sheets, guys. But you don't know what's going to happen. Brimming you, with excitement, and you're freaking just out, throbbing, throbbing <laughs> with anticipation, just dripping, All right. dripping with suspense. All right, that's enough, listeners. <laughs> ready to burst, listeners. Burst when it comes to the championship match of Cena versus CM Punk. Please, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you liked it, please go to our Facebook. It's facebook.com slash curtain jerks and like our fan page. Yeah, and we also post stuff up there all the time and we got more stuff to post too. I got plenty more way embarrassing photos of myself with wrestlers. Yes. I have a lot. Scott has been posting embarrassing photos of himself. The latest one is you with Virgil from mm-hmm. from how long ago? Uh, that was Comic Con, I think, uh, <laughs> probably two years ago. Yeah. And then um, He was up for Rhodey, right? In Iron Man, the first one. He was gonna be Colonel Rhodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so close. That's why he was at Comic-Con? Yeah. Yeah. I go to our Twitter, twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. Also, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review. That really helps us out, and we appreciate those of you who have done that. And otherwise, just keep checking in for the show. Guys, I think that's it, right? For Curtain Jerks, I'm Mark Warzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I am Scott Narver. Thanks to Meredith Spivey, our sound engineer, and everyone here at the Comedy Podcast Network. A special thanks to Meredith. She's recording today while she's sick. 
And she's sick, and she still she didn't say cancel. She still let us come over and do this. And she covered for Brett. That's true. That's true. Calling Stephen idiot. Um, join us next time. Bye bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.